Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in, for NIV, we're in uh, Isaiah 41, 1 through 29. And then for your ESV, Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. And then Acts 14, 1 through 28. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Helper of Israel. Be silent before me, you islands. Let the nations renew their strength. Let them come forward and speak. Let us meet together at the place of judgment. Who has stirred up one from the east, calling him in, in righteousness to his service? His hands nations over to him. He hands nations over to him and subdues kings before him. He turns them to dust with the sword, to wind blow, blown chaff, chafe with his bow. He pursues them and moves on, on unscathed. By a path he, his feet have not traveled before. Who has done this and carried it through, calling forth the generations from the beginning? I am the Lord with the first of them, and with the last I am he. The islands have seen it and fear. The ends of the earth tremble. They approach and come forward. Each helps the other and says to his brother, Be strong. The craftsman encourages the goldsmith, and he who smooths with the hammer spurs on him who strikes the anvil. He says of the wielding, it is good. He nails down the idol so it will not topple. But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, your descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners I have called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be of nothing as perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not be find them. Those who wage war against you will be nothing at all, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, O worm, ja o worm Jacob, O little Israel, for I myself will help you, because, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, see, I will make you into a threshing sledge, new and sharp, with many teeth. You will be, you will thresh the mountains and crush them, and reduce the hills to chafe. You will winnow, you with the, you will winnow them. The wind will pick them up, and a gale will blow them away. But you will rejoice in the Lord and the glory in the Holy One of Israel. The poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst. But I, but I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and, and the parched ground into springs. I will put in the desert the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive. I, I, will, set, I will set pines in the wasteland, the fir and the cypress, so that people may see and know 
may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this, that the Holy One of Israel has created it. Present your case, says the Lord. Set forth your argument, says Jacob's king. Bring in your idols to tell us what is happening, what is going to happen. Tell us that what the former things were so that we may consider them and know their final outcome. O our or declare to us the things to come. Tell us what the future holds, so that so we may know what you are that you are God's. Do something whether good or bad, so that you may be be dismayed and filled with fear. But you are less than nothing, and your works are utterly worthless. He who chooses you is detestable. I have stirred up one from the north, and he comes. One from the rising sun who calls on my name. He treads on rulers as if they were mortar, as if he were a potter treading the clay. Who told of this from the beginning so we could know, or beforehand so we could say he was right? No one told of this. No one foretold it. No one heard any words from you. I, I was the first to tell Zion, look, here they are. I gave to Jerusalem a messenger of good tidings. I look before there is no one, no one among them to give counsel, no one to give answers than when I ask them. See, they are, fault, are all false. Their deeds amount to nothing. Their images are but wind and confusion. Okay, let's go ahead and head to your ESV readings. Hi everyone, this is Scott Let's Now we, we are in the ESV. So let's go ahead and read Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. Lord spoke to Moses saying, This shall be the law of the leprous person for the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp, and the priest shall look. Then if the case of the leprous disease is healed in the leprous person, the priest shall con- command them to take for him who is not it, who is to be cleansed to live clean birds and cedar wood and scarlet yarn and hyssop and the priest shall command them to to kill one of the birds in an earthenware vessel over fresh water he shall take the live bird with the cedar wood and the scarlet yarn and the hyssop and dip them and the and the live bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the fresh water, and he shall sprinkle it seven times on him who is to be cleansed and the leprous disease. Then he shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird go into the open field. And he who and he who is to be cleansed shall be shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and bathe himself in water. And he shall be clean. And after that he may come into the camp but live outside his tent seven days. And on the seventh day he shall shave off all his hair from his head, his hair, his beard, and his eyebrows. He shall shave off all his hair, and then he shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without blemish, and one ewe lamb, a year old without blemish, and a grain Offering of three tenths of an ephah, of fine flour mixed with oil, and of uh, and one log of oil, and the priest who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed, 
and these things before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and on the and the priest shall take one of the male lambs and offer it for a guilt offering, along with the log of oil, and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb in place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the place of the sanctuary. For the guilt offering, like the sin offering, belongs to the priest. It is most holy. The priest shall take some some of the blood of the guilt offering, and the priest shall put it on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the third on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand, and dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand, and sprinkle some oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And some of the oil that remains in his hand, and the priest shall put on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, and on top of the blood of the guilt offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed. Then the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest shall offer the sin offering to make atonement for him who is to be cleansed from his uncleanness. And afterward he shall kill the burnt offering, and the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. But if he is poor and cannot afford so much, then he shall take one male lamb for a guilt offering to be waived to make atonement for him, and a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, and a log of oil, also two turtle doves or two pigeons, whichever he can afford. The one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering, and on the eighth day he shall bring them for his cleansing to the priest, to the entrance of the tent meeting before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of the guilt offering and, and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them before for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the guilt offering, and the priest shall take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed. And, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot, and the priest shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own hand, and shall sprinkle with his finger, right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put some of the oil that is in his right his hand on the lobe of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, in the place where the blood of the guilt offering was put, and the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall put on the head of him of him who was to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the Lord, and he shall offer of the turtle doves a pit or pigeons, whichever he can afford, one for sin offering and the other for burnt offering along with the grain offering, and the priest shall make atonement before the Lord for him who is being cleansed. This is a law for him in whom, in case of leprous disease, who cannot afford the offerings for his cleansing. Laws for cleansing houses. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, 
When you come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and I put a case of leprous disease in the house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, There seems to be to me to be some case of disease in my house. Then the priest shall command that they empty, they empty the house before the priest goes to examine the, the disease lest all that is in the house be declared unclean. And afterward the priest shall go into the inn to see the house, and he shall examine the disease. And if the disease is in the walls of the house with greenish or reddish spots, and it appears to be deeper than the surface, then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up this house seven days. And the priest shall come again on the seventh day and look in the if the disease has spread in the walls of the house then the priest shall command that they take out the stones in which is the disease and throw them into an unclean place outside the city and he shall have the inside of the house scraped all the, around and the plaster that they scrape off they shall put out in the unclean place outside the city when they shall then they shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other plaster and plaster the house. In the in the disease, if the disease breaks out again in the house after he has taken out the stones and scraped the house and plastered it, then the priest shall go look, and if the disease has spread in the house, it is, it is a persistent leprous disease in the house. It is unclean, and he shall break down the house It's, it is a persistent leprous disease in the house. It is unclean, and he shall break down the house, its stones and timber and all the plaster of the house, and he shall carry them out of the city to an unclean place. Moreover, whoever enters the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening, and whoever sleeps in the house shall wash his clothes, and whoever eats in the house shall wash its clothes. But if the priest comes and looks in, if the disease has not spread in the house, after the house has was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, for the disease is healed. And for the cleansing of the house, he shall take two small birds and cedar wood and cedar scarlet yarn and hyssop, and shall kill one of the birds in the earthenware vessel over fresh water and shall take the cedar wood and this hyssop and scarlet yarn along with the live bird and dip them in the blood of the bird that was killed and in the fresh water and sprinkle the house seven times thus he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the fresh water with the live bird and with the cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet yarn and he shall let the live bird go out of the city into the open country so he shall make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is a law for any case of leprous disease for an itch. For leprous disease is a garment or in the house, and for a swelling of an eruption or a spot, to show when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is a law for leprous disease. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now this is your New Testament reading in the ESV, Acts 14, 1-28. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. 
Paul, Barnabas, at Iconium. Now at Iconium they entered together in the synagogue, in the Jewish synagogue, and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. But an unbelieving Jew stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided, some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. When an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lycaonia and to the surrounding country, and there they continued to preach the gospel. Paul and Barnabas in Lystra. Now at Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speak, and Paul looked intently at him, and seeing that he had he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on the, your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowds saw that Paul had done what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying, In like in the end, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. And the priest of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifices with the crowd. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out in the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing this? these things? We also are men are of like nature with you and will bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to, to a living God who made the heaven the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In the past generations, he allowed all nations to walk in their own ways. Yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words, they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. Paul Stone in Lystra. But Jews came from Antioch and Nicanaeum, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. But when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derbe. When they had preached the gospel to the city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples encouraging them to continue in the faith and saying that that through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders to them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Paul and Barnabas returned to Antioch in Syria. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia, and from them there they stay, sailed to Antioch, where they had been commanded to the grace of God for the work they had fulfilled. And when the, they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them, and how he opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. They remained no little time with the disciples.
Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord. I ask, Lord, that your will be done. Help us to spread your gospel throughout the world, I pray. Keep the social medias open for believers so that they can use social media to spread your gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.